What do you do if you find yourself having been used as a flying monkey by a narcissist? Very often when we're in relationships with narcissists, whether they're romantic relationships or otherwise, we find ourselves accidentally becoming a flying monkey for that person. And even more often, we don't even recognize what has happened until after we're out of the relationship. So in today's video, we're going to talk about how to deal with having been a flying monkey and going forward, how to avoid becoming a flying monkey. This is in response to a viewer question. So let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse and toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Does that sound good to you? If so, hit that subscribe button and we'll get going. All right, first up, let's start with this reader question. So today's question comes from Mary R who says, after leaving the narcissist and making great progress in my recovery, how can I forgive myself for being a flying monkey and emotionally hurting the discarded ex-girlfriend? Would it be appropriate to apologize? And is there a way to effectively warn the new supply? Well, we've got a couple answers here and I'm gonna go ahead and dig into both in detail. But first, I'm just gonna give you quick answers. For would it be appropriate to apologize? Maybe, if you know the woman and you know that it wouldn't hurt her more to do so. Maybe it would be appropriate to apologize. That's completely up to you and the relationship that you have with her. Now, would it be effective to warn the new supply at all. Should you try to warn the new supply? I'm going to be really honest with you. It's highly unlikely she's going to listen to you and I'll include a little detail for you further in this video. So stay tuned. Okay, so it's complicated, right? But digging into flying monkeys, I want to start out by just defining them and kind of giving you an overview of the difference between a witting flying monkey or a co-narcissistic flying monkey and an unwitting flying monkey. All right, here we go. What is a flying monkey? Maybe you think it sounds kind of funny to say it this way, you know, calling them a flying monkey, but the reality of it is anything but funny. Here's a quick and dirty definition of a narcissist flying monkey. It's a person who does the narcissist bidding for them. Sometimes these flying monkeys are unaware of their role in the narcissist puppet show. You know, the stage they set for their gaslighting and manipulation. Well, of course, their preferred state of drama. Other times, they're totally in on it with them. So first, we're going to talk about the unwitting flying monkey. Often, flying monkeys come in the form of well-meaning friends and loved ones. They show up, they try to gently convince you that you need to go along with what the narcissist wants. And it's generally a direct result of their own manipulation by the narcissist. See, a toxic narcissist, they're going to do anything they can to get their way, including telling lies about you and or other people in order to make things go their way in the first place. So I'm going to go ahead and give you a real life example of how a narcissist is going to use a flying monkey, especially an unwitting flying monkey. So let's say that you have gone no contact with your narcissistic and abusive father. Life has never been better. Meanwhile, a guy named Joe recently married into your family and your narcissistic father has convinced him that you're a tyrant who has victimized him since the day you could speak. Joe, trying to make everything better between the two of you, comes to you and sort of pleads your father's case to you, begging you to let your poor father back into your life. Just, you know, for the sake of the family. Well, you don't want to hurt Joe because you like him. He's a cool guy, but you also know that allowing the narcissist back in your life is going to be incredibly toxic for you. So you try to express this to Joe, but he's already been warned that you quote unquote might say that. So he continues on his mission to fix your relationship with your father. Eventually, you might have to be very direct to get him to lay off. And of course, this puts you in the position of being the bad guy once again in the situation. And your father, well, he keeps playing the victim role, manipulating and pulling strings 
all the while. Now let's talk about the co-narcissist flying monkey. It's rare, but it's real, my friend. The unwitting flying monkey is difficult and can really complicate your life, but the co-narcissist flying monkey is a whole other ball of wax, much more sinister. And not very many people really talk about this kind of monkey. <laughs> Every now and then, two or more narcissists will join forces together and this is when things can get really ugly. When one is willingly doing the other's bidding, you've got two relentless abusive manipulators against you and then you've really got a problem. This often, ha often happens in couples, between parents and children, or even just among friends. The only thing you can do is either go no contact, which is obviously ideal, or if you must be in the person's life, get really good at taking control of the situation. How do you release a flying monkey? What's the best way to deal with a flying monkey situation? Well, should you try to convince them that you're right? Or should you just keep quiet to maintain your sanity? That depends on the person. But often trying to convince a flying monkey of the narcissist's true intention might be pointless. And in those cases, the best thing you can do is, I think, smile and nod, and then go ahead and do what's best for you and your family. But what if someone else is using you as a flying monkey? Well, of course, there is a chance that a narcissist is using you as a flying monkey in order to victimize someone else, as my viewer noted in her comment. That might be the case if one of these things is true. Do you hear a lot of negativity from one side of an argument that you're trying to help resolve, but not much from the other? Or if you've taken sides with someone in your life who has taken sides against you before? Are you trying to get someone to change their mind in order to make a third person happy, satisfied, or otherwise pleased? Are you trying to help solve a decades-old problem that you just became aware of and don't know all the details involved? How can you avoid being used as a flying monkey? Well, you've got to avoid taking sides unless you're a personal witness to a situation. You've got to have a valid opinion on the topic because of what you witness. If you choose to try to help someone who might be a narcissist, try to do something to cause another person to do something, be sure you know all the facts first. For example, if someone accuses another person of neglecting or abusing their children, make sure that you have seen real proof of these accusations that have been made against them, such as verbal confirmation or physical or psychological signs in the children themselves, or failing that, police reports, recordings, or other actual proof. Refuse to get involved in situations that don't directly affect you personally when it comes to arguing or trying to help someone else get their way. But you also asked me, should I tell the news supply, try to warn her of the trouble? So let's talk about that. Now to answer that question, I've actually covered this in a previous video, so I'm gonna show you a clip of that. Here it goes. Well, let me ask you a question. If you saw someone who is about to step in a big puddle of quicksand that had just almost killed you, would you tell them that that puddle of quicksand was gonna kill them? Well, here's the answer. Not if that pedal of quicksand was a metaphor for an abusive, toxic narcissist. Yeah, that's what I said. So let's talk about that, shall we? They say that the best predictor of someone's behavior is to look at how they acted in the past. And with a toxic narcissist, that's almost inevitably the case. Almost unconditionally true. Would you agree? So if you think about how you and the narcissist got together in the first place, you will see that they treated you a certain way. You heard things about past relationships and if you're in the process of leaving or you've already left you might be dealing with watching the narcissist romance a new love a new source of narcissistic supply well now if we're talking about a standard breakup sure you might be a little frustrated a little angry it might be it's, it's relatable you get it okay you see your person with a new person it sucks you don't want to watch that of course in most cases when someone breaks up or divorces someone else one of the two of them moves on with a new love before the other. And in those cases, it can cause a lot of stress and trouble for the person left behind, right? You wonder, 
are they better than me somehow? Is she prettier? Is he more handsome? Are they smarter? Are they better in bed? We think about all those things. Let's admit it. We think about those things. Of course we do. Part of you kind of hates their guts, kind of wishes they weren't with that person, right? Part of you might even wish that horrible things happened to that person. And you don't like to admit it, but it's true, isn't it? Just a little bit sometimes. Listen, that's common. But obviously, most healthy, pe healthy people don't act on that urge, that, that instinct that comes around. You know, outside of maybe a snide comment here and there, you're pretty much cool about stuff, at least as far as anybody else knows. In some cases, you might even see ex-partners trying to sabotage each other's relationships by reaching out to the new partner and trying to cause trouble. But why is it different for a narcissist? Why would you not want to contact the new supply of a narcissist if you know for sure that that narcissist might abuse that person? Here's the deal. When it comes to a former narcissistic supply, there's a whole new element involved, especially when it comes to their feelings toward the narcissist's new supply or love. And yes, this ex might also feel the need to get in touch with the narcissist's new potential supply, of course, but for a very different reason than your standard person would. More so, it's not usually because she's pissed off or he's pissed off. What most people don't know is that when you have experienced toxic mental and emotional abuse from a narcissist, you have a whole different agenda when it comes to getting in touch with a new person. Unless, those pe unless someone has also experienced narcissistic abuse, most people wouldn't even believe you when you told them your reasons why that you wanted to contact the new supply. If you're currently or formerly involved with a narcissist, you already know what I'm going to say, don't you? Narcissists tend to be attracted to empathic, kind-hearted people, and they're attracted to us because we are hardwired to directly respond to the emotions of other people. And that is especially true when we love them or live with them or both. And in addition to falling among the highly sensitive people, we also really feel people, empaths. We feel people. And mostly we've been struggling so hard to get out from under what the narcissist has done to us that we really don't want to see another person go through what we've been through. And so we have this urge to tell the new supply, hey, be careful. That person is dangerous, right? What that means, bottom line, is that our reason for wanting to reach out to the new supply is different because it's genuinely an attempt to help another person. But when it comes down to it, should you really try to warn the new supply about what they're getting themselves into? Do they deserve a warning? Yeah. But should you try? Well, I don't know. Here's the deal. The narcissist has been love bombing this person. You can already guess why that new relationship looks so pretty from the outside, can't you? They're still in the courtship phase, most likely. The new supply is getting that standard love bombing treatment that you, do, you enjoyed so much, and who could blame you? It feels good, doesn't it? And if you remember correctly, you can probably think of a time when the narcissist said all kinds of bad things about one of their exes to you. How awful they were, how they cheated, beated, whatever. I know beaded isn't a word. I just wanted to rhyme there. But, but how they cheated, how they hurt you, or how you cheated, how you hurt. They, they were projecting, in many cases, their own behavior onto their exes, correct? Or something that later became their behavior with you anyway. You might have felt the need to even protect the narcissist from this crazy person that they used to be with, huh? Well, they did this for a couple of reasons. First of all, you might have found yourself feeling like, oh, I resolved to never let this happen to my person again. Hmm? I resolved to be different than this ex that he's complaining about or she's complaining about. I will make him or her believe in love again. You, you know, you make yourself feel like you want to be their everything. You'll do whatever it takes to keep that person safe from these horrible crimes committed against them by their ex. So let me ask you a question. And I want you to be really, really honest with yourself right now. If one of those crazy exes 
crazy exes had come up to you and back then when you still felt the, the, the effects of the early love bombing and stuff like that and you still believed the narcissist had been cheated on or beat or hurt or whatever how do you think you might have reacted would you have been like oh thanks I really appreciate it that you're about to save me from years of torture and abuse and I just thank you so much for that or would you think that what was happening was exactly what the narcissist told you might happen and that person's crazy that person's horrible and mean and they're just manipulating you even if you did believe them would you not go back to the narcissist and try to speak to them and see if they could convince you somehow that that person wasn't being honest I bet you would do you think you would have hugged this person and thanked them for their help and their honesty or would you just ignore them or would you even maybe tell the narcissist and sought validation that this person was just full of it because that's what you would want to be the case in that situation. I think most of us would agree if we were being really, really honest with ourselves and every, each other, that with the exception of someone who understood narcissism and had previously been involved with a narcissist, not a single one of us would have hugged her and said, oh, thank you so much, or hugged him and said, thank you so much for telling me, honestly. So how do you deal with a narcissist new supply? What should you do about that? You could try to tell the new supply if you want, but be prepared to be called crazy, all right? Be prepared to be ignored and maybe 10 years down the road, five years, three years down the road, that person will come back and apologize for calling you crazy. And they might even be nice to you when you say it, but then turn around and still go talk to the narcissist looking for validation that you're full of crap. But the fact is nine times out of 10, they won't believe you. And because in this case, the narcissist would use your attempt to help this other person as a way to further attach himself or herself to that person, because they'll in the process of making you look like a nut job, confirming all the crap that, you know, of course, they've probably already said about you anyway. What happens is the narcissist and this new person, now they have something, some tragedy or some drama they've gone through together, so they feel more connected, you see. So if you really do like the new supply and you truly just want to help and don't want to see that person get hurt, listen, you have to suck it up and deal with it. You can try. I'm not saying you shouldn't try. I'm saying it's going to drive you crazy. I'm saying if you're focused on the narcissist and their new supply, you're not moving forward with your life. I'm saying it's going to be waste a, a waste of breath. Of course, if you're really worried, you can just try to be that person's friend. Maybe friend them on Facebook or whatever. And you can allow them, ask them, say, hey, if you ever have any questions, comments, concerns, things you want to talk about, I'm here. Let me know. But remember, that person is you from the beginning of your relationship, essentially. They are in the same clueless state that we all were in at the beginning of our relationships with narcissists. So let me ask you a question. What would you do if your narcissist ex had tried had their ex had tried to be your friend and help you what would you have done do you really think that you would have been very positive the only thing you can do is let it go and move forward my friend that's it so how do you deal you focus as always on what you can control not what you don't want and if you ask me you focus on creating the life and the self that you want and you deserve on taking back your life and please above all do not allow yourself to, to remain a part of the narcissist's newly expanded narcissistic harem. All right, now this brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, do you know any flying monkeys? Have you experienced this in your lifetime with a narcissist? Have you been used as a flying monkey before? Share your thoughts and your ideas in the comments below and your experiences and let's talk about it. All right, leave your thoughts and your ideas and your experiences in the comments section below and I will see you very soon. That's all I've got for you right now. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. 
It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.